everybody, it's Terry Miller from Off the Beaten Path, and welcome to our podcast. Stacy had to call out sick today, so I am joined here with my friend Nate that is going to be doing the podcast with me today. He is also going to be doing episodes in pop culture with us, so you'll be hearing more of him coming up shortly, but today he's going to be helping me with the podcast. So for the month of October, we have decided that we are going to be doing more of like a free-for-all type thing in October because my favorite holiday is Halloween, and so it's all going to be weird and crazy stuff about the holiday Halloween throughout of October. So, Nathan? Yeah, hey. So, a bit new for me, but I'm glad to be on the podcast. And I agree, Halloween is definitely my favorite holiday, and I am glad to be able to talk about it, glad to be on the show, and I'm glad to see what the all we're going to get into today. So, today we are going to be talking about many different Halloween facts and different statistics that I pulled up. But before we get started, we have to do our questions from producer Tracy. So Nathan, I know you are not aware, but our podcast, even though it's not big and many doesn't have many listeners, has a producer. She is my friend from work, my coworker. You want to open that up? And so... Um, Stacy puts together questions. We originally started pulling these out of poop emoji eggs, but uh, now we take them out of envelopes because, yeah, we're a little less cool. All right. So, Nate, what is your favorite Halloween prank? My favorite Halloween prank? Well, I'd have to say that when I think of Halloween, I usually think of kids running around egging houses and egging cars. Throwing toilet paper all over trees. But I think the prank I usually get the most enjoyment out of is when adults hide somewhere, fully costume, and then scare the crap out of other people. Because who doesn't like a good jump scare? I would probably piss myself, just so you're aware. Uh, my favorite Halloween prank would probably have to be... Um, uh, well, maybe maybe I should just tell a story from when I was younger. So when I was younger, my little brother, Tyler, uh, he got a scream mask for Halloween. He was going to be scream that year. And um, I always had this weird fear of something being underneath my bed. And I know, you know, you're younger. You have those weird fears. So he decides to put <laughs> the scream mask on. And climb underneath of my bed. So when I came in, he comes out <laughs> while I'm on my bed and scares the shit out of me. <laughs> okay. Lord knows I've done that enough times to my sister where she would come in my room looking for me. And I would grab her from underneath my bed. And Jesus Christ, I love the reaction. Nothing like a good jump scare. <laughs> okay, so what's your question for me? Okay, so my question for you is to name something you wouldn't want to run into in a dark forest or an abandoned building. Huh. Bigfoot. <laughs> or something of the sorts. Um, I mean, I believe in ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes, I do. I believe in ghosts full heartedly. 
And I think that I would not want to run into a ghost of a murderer. Because you never know if they are going to murder you. And also, Freddy Krueger scares the shit out of me. Okay. I can understand that. I never could watch horror movies when I was younger because my little heart cannot handle anything. But if I was to think about this question, what would I not want to run into in a dark forest or an abandoned building? I would probably say, most likely, children. I would not want to see a child because, Lord knows, especially if it's dark, it's past midnight, if you see a child, they're either up to no good or some scary shit about to go down. (laughs) Because if I'm seeing... The tw- like the twins coming up towards me. It's like, oh, hell no. I know where this goes. I am out of here. Like The Shining. <laughs> you like The Shining. All right, so we are going to talk about some Halloween costumes. So growing up, what was your favorite Halloween costume? Hmm. I'd have to give that some thought. Lord knows I haven't dressed up in a hot minute. If I was to think about my favorite Halloween costume, I always liked it when I got to dress up in steampunk. I always loved the Victorian era look that I had going on, all the mechanic like mechanics that go into it, and I don't know, just the vibe. But if I would say anything, my favorite Halloween costume would be anything revolving around steampunk. Um, I think my favorite Halloween costume was when I was the devil. It was just a lot went into it. My face was completely painted red. Uh, By the end of the night, it was in my eyeballs. It burned, but it really made for a really good memory because, like, my mom, my stepmom did my my makeup, and, I mean, I had a cape, and I had the whole get-up for being the devil, and just by the end of the night, I was like, oh, my God, it's in my eyes. So then I had to get in the shower and wash it out. It just made for a really good memory. So that's probably my favorite Halloween costume. A really good memory. Yes. Nothing like having your eyes burn by the end of the night. (laughs) What a fitting look. Your eyes are as red as your face. (laughs) All right. So these are some, the 10 best Halloween costumes for 2019. So the first one is a Skims model. Please do explain. I have no fucking clue what a Skims model is. <laughs> All right, so it there's a Instagram post, and uh, one of the Kardashians is in it. Of course. So, um, so my friends and family are starting to get the at Skims press boxes, and I've never had a better response from everyone loving and feeling the product, and this makes me so happy. I know shapewear better than anyone. I've been cutting and fitting and sewing my own versions of what I always wanted my shapewear to be, and now everyone can have it too. So, skims.com launches September 10th. That was from Kim Kardashian. She's in the picture. So it's just shapewear. Just wearing shapewear. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of (laughs) gay. Just a wee bit. Alright, the cast of Euphoria. Have you ever watched Euphoria? I have not. Neither have I. So I'm not going to know what this is, but 
The Instagram post says you aren't even close to being ready for tonight. Huh, that's interesting. I mean, look, it's like an angel. Ew, a devilish nun. Yeah, that, look, that looks like your general spooky-ass nun. Some Taylor Swift-looking girl. And some dude with a beard and glasses. Okay. <laughs> the Joker. Why is my leg going up? The Joker. I say, I think we all knew who the Joker is. If yeah, Not like, wh- where have you lived? Oh, yeah, the new movie. Doesn't that come out tomorrow? Or was that today? Comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I thought so. It comes out tomorrow. I have a bunch of coworkers going to go watch the movie. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow, and it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. I kind of want to see it, but I'm kind of like... The last two Jokers were pretty decent. I mean, and it's not Jared Leto's fault that the writer of Suicide Squad sucked. <laughs> and really trashed that movie. But I do want to see this. This really... uh they say that it really gets into the nitty gritty of why why he is the Joker, and they actually recommend that kids don't go to see it because it's fun, pretty bad. So the next one is Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, or Lana Del Rey from "Don't Call Me Angel" music video. So if you don't know what the "Don't Call Me Angel" music video is, do you know what that is? No, I do not. Okay, so the Don't Call Me Angel music video is the song that they did for the new Charlie's Angel. I think it's a movie. Okay. Okay, and in that they're wearing the black wings, like they're Victoria's Secrets models, and then they have skimpy outfits on. Because who doesn't like a skimpy outfit? Yes, sir. Lil Nas X. If I can have his scroll, then yeah. A Marvel superhero. Well, that's pretty fucking generic. Yeah, but it's Marvel. Marvel's such a big brand. It's not surprising that they would have a lot of followers who would want to dress up as Marvel characters for Halloween. Sharon Tate from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've never seen that. Have you seen that? I've I've heard of Once Upon a Time, but I have not. In Hollywood. In the movie. Oof. I have no with, clue. Uh, <laughs> with Leonardo DiCaprio? Okay, I haven't seen it either. I've I seen pr- previews. I practically live under a rock at this point. So you're Patrick. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Your favorite Disney character. If you had to pick a Disney character, who would you pick? Don't call my childhood into question like this. <laughs> <laughs> who would you pick? Um... Who would I pick? That was a very That's a very good question. question, isn't it? Lord knows I've seen almost every Disney movie that exists. I would be the fox from The Fox and the Hound. That's a good choice. I I don't know what I would be. I have anything I'm leaning towards Cinderella? Sully from Monsters Incorporated. Oh, that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. All right, so let's talk about Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And first, we're going to do some spooky Halloween facts. Lay them on me. All right. Because the movie Halloween from 1978 was on such a tight budget, 
they had to use the cheapest mask they could find for the character Michael Myers, which turned out to be the William Shatner Star Trek mask. Shatner initially didn't know the mask was in his likeness, but when he found out years later, he said he was honored. The first jack-o'-lanterns were actually made from turnips. See, I did know of this fact. Halloween is the second highest grossing commercial holiday after Christmas. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Halloween? I mean, you got costumes, and you got candy, and you got popcorn. I mean, everybody buys popcorn for some fucking reason. See, I, I know, like, when you think Halloween, usually I'm thinking of the Reese's commercials. I'm thinking of seeing the ads for Party City. I'm seeing all these information about the jack-o'-lanterns and all that whatnot. Yeah. Halloween is highly advertised. They want you to go out and buy candy and get costumes and enjoy yourselves. Yeah. Pretty much. The word witch comes from the Old English weath, which means wise woman. In fact, oh, it's wick, which meaning wise women. In fact, Wiccan were highly respected people at one time. According to popular belief, witches held one of their two main meetings, or Sabbaths, on Halloween night. That's pretty dope. Sabbaths. Sabbaths? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I say, I have a lot of friends who follow Wiccan practices, which I find really cool. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> but I do know some people that do follow Wiccan. All right. <clears throat> so... The number one candy in Pennsylvania. Do you know what it is? Dear God, no. I'm probably an outlier. <laughs> Mars bars. I am an outlier. <laughs> number one candy in the state of Maryland. Is it Snickers? Milk duds. Goddamn. All right. Some... Uh, some questions for you. I'll ask you and see if you can get them. What are the ideal hours for trick or treat? The ideal hours? I would probably say from six to nine. There's still a bit of sunlight out, and usually parents can watch over kids. You don't have to worry about all the drunk people who might be wandering around because some people like to party for Halloween. Probably six to nine. You got it correct. Woo! What age is too old to trick or treat? Uh, You're never too old to trick or treat. But if I was to think around our neighborhood, once you start getting up to 14, 15, that would be the limit. 15 is the exact age. You got it correct. Average amount spent on Halloween candy. Are we talking about average amount for other people or for me? <laughs> In general, it's like an average. $25? Twenty five dollars? Twenty five sixty four. You got it right. Average amount parents spend on Halloween candy. That parents spend on Halloween candy. Fifteen dollars? Mm, a little more. Oh. Maybe about. 20 
the correct answer is 3501. I was off. <laughs> Should Halloween be moved to the last Saturday in October? What's your feelings on that? So when it comes down to this, I can understand why some people might want Halloween to be celebrated on the last Saturday of October. Because you usually Halloween might fall on a school night, so children have curfews. A lot of parents don't want them out late, especially when it comes to collecting candy and, you know, eating all the candy they collected because it's children. They're excited. So if it was to fall on a weekend, it would make a bit of sense because you don't have to worry about the kids staying up late. But at the same time, Halloween is a tradition practice on a specific day. So I feel like it would be going against Halloween practices because technically Halloween falls on the day it does for a reason. I can understand wanting to celebrate Halloween on a weekend specifically because of children's sake. But when it comes down to it, it is a traditional practice. And everybody knows that Halloween is October 31st. I mean, it's set in stone and it's the day of All Hallows' Eve. Actually, I think it's the first day of All Hallows' Eve. So, I mean, you're kicking it off. That's why we have dressing up, because it was the Day of the Dead and all that kind of stuff. And so there's a reason to it. There's a reason why it's on uh, Halloween is the 31st. I think that now people look at it a little differently because it is widely spread and widely celebrated, where before it was more of a cultural celebration yeah. for like people in like Louisiana or different states that had that cultural reference to halloween where now it's a widespread it's a it's nationwide that we celebrate it i mean it could be me or around the world that is celebrated i'm not sure but i know in america it's nationwide it's celebrated everybody knows about halloween yeah but um 52 percent of people said yes they think it should be and 48 percent of people said no. I would have to say I fall under the 48% because when you think about it, it is practice, it is tradition, it is something that kicks off All Hallows' Eve. I don't feel like specifically because we're trying to think of children and going up trick-or-treating, like while that makes sense to me, I don't feel like we should sit there and break away from practices because of something like that. But then again, I could just be all wrong. It's my own opinion. Yeah. No, and I completely agree with you. I would have to fall into the 48% too because, I mean, October 31st is my sister's birthday, and I know that that is Halloween. Yeah. I know her birthday is Halloween. So they can't go changing it because then I'll be like, what exact day is her birthday? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's a rhyme or reason to this. But I think it should be the 31st because that's what it has been, and there's a reason why it is the 31st. Yeah. All right, so eight super weird things you may have may have not known about Halloween. Originally, you had to dance for your treat. Most experts trace trick-or-treating to the European practice of mumming or geising, in which costume-wearing participants would go door-to-door performing choreo- choreographed dances, songs, and plays in exchange for treats. According to Elizabeth Plex, celebrating the family, the tradition cropped up in America where it would often take place on Thanksgiving. 
Hmm. Number two, Halloween is more Irish than St. Patrick's Day. Halloween origins come from the Celtic festival for the dead called Samhain. I think that's how you say it. Celts believe the ghost of the dead roamed the earth on this holiday. So people would dress in costumes and leave treats out on their front doors to appease the roaming spirits. Granted, the Celts were not solely based in Ireland when these customs started taking shape around 1st century BC. But as we will be talked about more in a later section, the Celts were the ones who invented the jack-o'-lantern. If you'd been around for the, number three, if you'd been around for the earliest Halloween celebrations, you might have worn animal skins and heads. Gross. According to ancient Roman records, tribes located in today's Germany and France traditionally wore costumes of animal skins and heads to connect to spirits of the dead. That's not too surprising when you think about it. It's still gross. Well, it depends. They most likely clean them up. It's the same as in, think about the ancient times when they would wear animal hides as clothing because it's like you wore deer skin and whatnot mm -hmm. because that was what was widely available because we didn't have cotton. We didn't have the cotton gin. How could we sit there and make the clothes that we would wear today? They had to sit there and do with what they got. Yeah, and their coats were made out of animal fur. I see it. So, yeah, it's not that far-fetched. I still think that it's kind of gross if they didn't clean it. See, they probably cleaned them. <laughs> Jack-o'-lanterns were once made out of turnips, beets, and potatoes, not pumpkins. That's number four. Have you ever actually seen a carved turnip? Those things are scary. I can understand. Pumpkins, in consideration to turnips, are much more mellowed out. Because turnips look like they're bleeding, they look like they're screaming, they look like they're in agony when you carve them. <laughs> Number five. Halloween used to be a great day to find your soulmate. In some parts of Ireland, people celebrated Halloween by playing romantic fortune-telling games. According to Nicholas Rogers, Halloween from... Re from pagan ritual to party night, these games allegedly predicted who they'd marry and when. Okay. Number six. In a few American towns, Halloween was originally referred to as Cabbage Night. Y'all want to celebrate Cabbage Night with me? <laughs> <laughs> this game, this came from a Scottish fortune-telling game where girls used cabbage stumps to predict information about their future husbands. In the early frame. Framingham, Massachusetts, teens would do something because it cut me off. But anyways, moving along, number seven. <laughs> Some animal shelters won't allow the adoption of black cats around Halloween for the fear they'll be sacrificed. That's messed up. Wow. Okay. Number eight, studies have shown that Halloween actually make kids act more evil. I can agree with that. I can agree with that as well. I mean, egging cars, egging houses, putting teepee up in trees. That's usually not something I see on a daily basis, and unless I, they're trying to spite someone. 
And I don't think that it's necessarily that the holiday is making them more evil. I feel like they feel like I feel like, yeah, they have a they have an excuse to do it. It's like, oh, this one night of the year, I can act like an ass. All right, that's all of our facts. Or, no, that's not facts. That's things that you may not have known about Halloween. <laughs> that's the end of our trivia. Trivia. All right, moving along. I got papers galore. Usually I'm on my iPad. I think that's everything, Nate. We're done already? No, we're going to talk. <laughs> So, are you dressing up this year? I've been giving it some thought, but I'm not quite sure if I was to dress up what I would be dressing up as. Well, you're pretty young, so you could probably pass off as being a 15-year-old kid. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dressing up. I'm not having a Halloween party. Not doing any of that. I I do want to have a Halloween party, though. I would say, I know that I'm going to a Halloween party. October 25th should be great because I know a bunch of people will be there and there's going to be a lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. So it should be a very, very interesting night. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Off the Beaten Path. You can follow me, Terry Miller, at terry miller 91 on instagram and twitter and you can also follow me on snap at spindy 27 also like our facebook page off the beaten path or it's facebook.com slash otbpp you can send us anything that you want to about halloween any crazy stories weird stories from your hometown to otbp podcast 2019 at gmail.com also follow the podcast mascot on instagram at balto the husky and you can follow nate at i don't really have open social media at this point he doesn't have open social media at this point i know what kind of young adult am i so stay true and stay weird bye